High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. We're looking at uh, to what extent has society accepted terrorist propaganda? We look at the media, supposedly impartial. Why is it that there are these leanings to believe one side to a story in this day and age? Joining us on the line now, just to... Uh, help us understand the skewed way of thinking and skewed way of viewing life today. Yaakov Katz, who's a former editor-in-chief of the Jerusalem Post and author of Shadow Strike Inside Israel's Secret Mission to Eliminate Syrian Nuclear Power. Yaakov, a very good afternoon to you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Good to be with you. No, great to have you on board, Yaakov. So, as I've mentioned, uh, we're seeing this uh, one-sided, lopsided, uh, shall we put it, uh, view of uh, what's transpiring regarding uh, Israel's war on terror. Are we seeing a selective take from the world as to how Israel deals with its war on terror? Well, I think there's a, there's a very clear and blatant double standard and bias that I can only explain by looking at it as being soaked deeply in Mm -hmm. anti-Semitism. And and this bias is the result, I think, of a misunderstanding of what it is exactly that Israel is doing and what it's facing and the nature of the Hamas enemy that it is fighting against. But for the purposes of this conversation, I mean, I think we have to look at just as one, here's just one simple example, right? The second week of the war, Israel is accused by the Palestinian Health Ministry mm-hmm. of bombing a hospital in Gaza and 500 people being killed. Israel, of course, discovers very quickly that it was not responsible for bombing that hospital and that it was a misfired rocket either by Hamas or Islamic Jihad. Mm-hmm. But the whole world, from the New York Times to Washington Post to CNN to everybody, quoted the Palestinian Health Ministry, and put this as the top story on their site, quoting them as blaming Israel for killing 500 people. And and the question that I wondered is, do they not know who the Palestinian Health Ministry is? This is Hamas. This is the equivalent of after a week into after 9-11, the September 11th attacks by Al-Qaeda in the United States, as America is trying to bomb and kill Osama bin Laden, the Al-Qaeda Health Ministry would have claimed that not that there was such a thing, but imagine there was, would have claimed that America bombed a hospital. Do you imagine the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, BBC, putting up a story that would quote the Al-Qaeda Health Ministry? Of course not. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to Hamas, they have no problem doing it. So the question is why? And they keep doing this over and over and over again. Strange, Yakov. Uh, it, it seems as if there's some kind of uh, agenda going on here as to the skew take, as I've mentioned. Has it bought into the Hamas victim portrayal? And, and why? Well, I think that Hamas, you know, we, we tend to look at Hamas as this terrorist group that's in Gaza and Israel is fighting with, obviously on the ground. But mm-hmm. Hamas has many sympathizers in the West. And it's interesting to think about mm-hmm. where that came from and how that was created over time. But in, in, in this short conversation, I think we can just all agree, and you see this in South Africa, I don't have to tell you what's going on there, mm-hmm. but you look around throughout the Western world and you see just how many people who are supposedly enlightened, educated Westerners, people who come from democracies, yeah. are, are aligning with a terrorist organization that murders and 
massacres children and women and men in the most barbaric ways known to mankind, takes people hostage. Mm -hmm. And instead of like, let's give you another example. Like, you know, two weeks ago, Israel rescues two hostages from the southern Gaza town of Rafah. And the whole story in the international media was all about these claims by Hamas that during this raid, Palestinians had been killed. You had headlines in top websites that were talking about dozens of Palestinians killed. No mention of the fact that hostages were rescued. Now, why is the story not about the fact that there were two Israeli citizens being held against their will by terrorists in this place? Like, have we lost our moral compass? And I fear that we I fear that parts of the world have. Yeah, Yaakov, uh, you know, you try and wrap your mind around this uh, logic or lack of logic or rationale or lack of of rationale, looking at one side to the story. Could this boil down also to a lack of or ignorance of knowledge regarding what the actual situation is all about in in the Middle East? You know, I think that's definitely a part of it. It's a piece of it. And you know what I always tell... um, I always, whenever I talk to Jewish groups about these issues, what I always say to them is before we go and complain about, you know, the, 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 the mainstream media or what's happening on university campuses and, and things along those lines, are we educating our children to the greatest extent possible? Mm-hmm. Like our Jewish kids in day schools, I don't know the situation as well in South Africa, but I know that in the U.S., for example, they're not getting the right Israel education that prepares them for these lies and for the hostility they're going to face when they go out to college or university. So we should definitely take care of our own before we start worrying about taking care of everyone else, but it definitely has to do with education. (laughs) And there's a lot of ignorance, Yeah. but I I can't, you can't just chalk it up to education. It's education and there's also still a deep-rooted anti-Semitic flow Mm. that goes through all of this. Yaakov, could the West, could Western media in any way be appeasing the Arab world in, in light of this activity? Could that be, could that be a stance that the, the media is perhaps taking in this regard? It's possible, but I, you know, that, I'm sure that's a piece of it. But again, I think we mm. really just have to look at something that's very simple and very base, basic. Sure. Anti-Semitism is the oldest hatred in the world. Right. Mm. It is one of the most vile hatreds in the world. And it has been around forever, ever since the Jewish people came into being thousands of years ago. Mm. That's it's still there. It just manifests itself differently. Right. And I think that we have to realize we will not be able. It's been around for so many thousands of years. We're not going to be able to eradicate it so quickly, if at all. Indeed. And therefore. I think, as as terrible as that sounds, it's something we have to live with. Now, obviously, it impacts people and people who are afraid they will want to exhibit their Jewish identity differently. And we should, of course, try to minimize anti-Semitism because a lot of it has to do with ignorance and lack of education. When people know more, they they turn out less anti-Semitic. That that's true. But I also don't think that we can solve this completely. We can minimize the scope of it, but we can't solve it. 
Yakov, we've just about run out of time, but thank you so much for joining us. Just to give us your uh, your take on exactly what is transpiring in the media regarding uh, accepting terrorist uh, propaganda and misleading uh, reports that have been happening uh, as of late uh, since uh, the war in Israel began and, for, and even before that, for that matter. Yakov Katz, former editor-in-chief of the Jerusalem Post and author of Shadow Strike, Inside Israel's Secret Mission to Eliminate Syrian Nuclear Power. Oh.